What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Search for Serotonin. Happy 2022. I cannot believe that it is already 2022. And I cannot believe that this is the first episode that I am putting out in the new year. So I'm so excited to be here another week and start off this year with all of you. I do want to take a quick moment to say thank you to everybody for all of the support. I know I've only been launched for about a month and a half now, but the support and the feedback I've been getting has been amazing. So thank you all again. And thank you for continuing to be here in the new year. So for today's episode, I wanted to switch it up a little bit. I know the past couple weeks we've been doing different diagnosis and talking about anxiety and depression and OCD versus OCPD. Um, But this week, I just wanted to have a little convo with you guys. I just wanted to chat with you and talk about this new year. I typically have therapy once a week every Saturday morning at 10 a.m., Um, but I didn't get to do therapy for the past two weeks because it was, you know, the day that the holidays fell on. So my therapist wasn't working. So it has now been two weeks since I've had a therapy appointment. And I thought what better way to get my therapy fix than to do a podcast episode, kind of like a therapy session. So with my therapy sessions, they're never really intense or formal or anything like that. It's very casual, like I'll get on and me and my therapist will just chat for a little bit, you know, catch up with each other. A lot of the time since it's Saturday morning, I'll have stuff to do after my appointments. So I'll start getting ready before I start therapy, but then I won't finish my makeup. So I'll be sitting there talking to my therapist and I'll be finishing, you know, my eyeshadow and my mascara and things like that. And she'll actually stop my sessions and she'll like ask me things about how I do my makeup or makeup tips because she always tells me, she says it's so fascinating watching me do my makeup because she says I have like such precision and accuracy and she always thinks it looks so like mesmerizing. So I always think that's funny because I don't necessarily consider myself to be the best at makeup. I'm not super bad, but I really just like to do it. I find it fun. I have my weird way of doing makeup that to a lot of people, if they ever saw me do my makeup routine, they'd probably be pretty freaked out because it doesn't look like a traditional way that you put on makeup. Um, But it works for me and I like it and I have fun with it. So that's something that we'll always, you know, talk about. So our sessions aren't always so heavy. It's usually broken up with some light conversation in between, which I really like because I don't like being serious for too long. Like being serious or all that kind of stuff kind of makes me uncomfortable sometimes. So what I'll do is I'll break it up with a joke or, you know, I'll be sitting in a session and I'll be crying about something that's like really dark or deep. And then I'll be like, oh, this is too heavy. I need to just quickly make a joke. So um, that's kind of how my therapy sessions go. But like I said, I haven't had one for two weeks. I miss it. I miss my therapist. Um, I love my me time that I get during therapy. It's something that I look forward to every week because it's something that I do completely for myself. I don't feel like pressured. I don't feel anxious around it. I feel very comfortable. And actually one of the things that I think I do well is therapy (laughs) because my therapist always tells me like how self-aware I am and how just good I am at being aware of these patterns and things that I go through and identifying those things. But then she comes in and helps me figure out a way to kind of 
prevent those patterns and actions from happening. Um, so I get a lot out of therapy, like I've said many times before. But yeah, I just wanted to chat with you guys, check in, kind of recap my 2021, um, and then kind of talk about what I am going to do moving forward in 2022. So yeah, let's just go ahead and get into it. So I ended my 2021 sick in bed. I didn't know if I had COVID. I didn't know what was going on. I just felt like garbage. So I actually had been exposed to somebody who tested positive. And so I decided just to take it easy. I thought I could, you know, maybe drink a little bit and I'd feel better. I had some mimosas with my boyfriend and that really didn't do anything but make me feel more tired and more exhausted. So I was in bed by 10.30 on New Year's Eve. I woke up at 12.01, saw that it was the new year, you know, kissed my boyfriend, rolled back over and went right to sleep. And then I slept in until like nine o'clock on Saturday, which is really late for me. I usually am up no later than like seven or eight every single day. So sleeping in that late, I knew that I really wasn't feeling good. Um, But I spent my New Year's Day in the urgent care waiting to get tested for COVID. And luckily my test came back negative. So I know I don't have COVID, but I just have been feeling, you know, kind of sick, feeling like I had a cold. So I have been taking it really easy this year so far. But besides going to get COVID tested on New Year's Day, I really didn't do too much else. I wasn't feeling great. I was not in the best mood. I normally on New Year's have all of this, you know, hope and this anticipation, and it feels like such a fresh start. But for some reason, this New Year's, I felt really just sluggish and crappy and kind of in that same mindset that I had been in in all of 2021. And so instead of making myself feel bad for not accomplishing a bunch of stuff on the first day of the year or, you know, doing anything really exciting or trying to better myself or starting to make New Year's goals, I just took the day and I laid in bed and I laid around and I felt grumpy and I didn't feel bad about it. And it's now the second day of the year and I definitely feel a lot better. I feel much more centered and refreshed and ready for a fresh start. But that was one of the big things I wanted to take into this year was not putting pressure on things and not making myself feel bad for not living up to the expectations that I set in my head. Because I really feel like last year I worked so hard on prioritizing, you know, myself and what I wanted to do and just focusing on what was going to make me happier moving forward. So instead of reverting back to those old habits, I wanted to try and just be gentle on myself for the new year because after the past two years we've all had, it has been absolute hell and everybody is just dragging along at this point. So I always give that forgiveness and kindness and patience to others. So I really need to start applying that to myself this year. So I really feel like I did that yesterday and I was much more ready to move forward today now that I have given myself that additional time to rest. So every year, a lot of people set New Year's goals or New Year's resolutions. And I never really thought of myself as that person. 
But after 2020, I feel like I had made so much progress in my own life that I really wanted to keep that going. So for the first time, I set these really definitive New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals. And I was really determined in 2021, I was going to get all of this stuff done and I was going to make these goals happen and I was going to be like this whole different person. And I posted these New Year's resolutions on my Finsta, um, which I no longer use because somebody hacked me and I can no longer have access to it, but I am still able to see all of the posts. So I pulled up my list of things that I wanted to accomplish in 2021, and I wanted to share those with you guys because I want to tell you what I accomplished, what I didn't accomplish, and now what I want to do with my year of 2022. So I wrote this pretty big long post just saying that I wanted to post my New Year's goals to hold myself accountable. And so I told myself that I wanted to focus on, you know, what was going on internally with my body, my mental health, my self-awareness, my insecurities, my self-doubt. And I feel like I did actually touch on a lot of that stuff this year. I started to really dive into the dark stuff and the self-doubts and where that was coming from and where my insecurities formed from. And so I really felt like I dove head in with all of that, especially in my therapy sessions. But then I also said I wanted to focus about finding what fulfills me, what I'm passionate about. And I listed all of these goals that I thought were things that I was passionate about. Um, But I think that's funny because that's what I ended up doing. I found what fulfills me, what I'm passionate about. But it wasn't anything that I put on this list. It ended up being this podcast and these conversations that I'm now having every week with you guys through this medium. And so even though all of these things on this list, I still enjoy and I still want to do in my life. I just know now that this podcast is really what saved me this year and it really helped me. And So knowing that I get to take this activity into 2022 with me and I get to take all of you into this new year with me has been rewarding enough from 2021 and I cannot wait to see where it takes us this year. But back to this list. So I thought my passions and what was going to fulfill me was cooking more. I said I wanted to try new recipes. I wanted to start baking. I wanted to basically just be cooking all of the time. Um, that clearly didn't happen in 2021. When I broke my foot, I couldn't do anything for myself. And my boyfriend isn't as big into cooking as I am. So we ended up ordering out a lot more or just eating a lot of, you know, leftovers or takeout or frozen foods. And so cooking didn't really happen this year, but it doesn't mean I stopped cooking altogether. It's still something I do. I just, you know, don't do it as much as I wanted to. But it's still something that I know that I like to do and it's something that now that I am able to do more things that I can start doing more of. I wanted to invest in a quality camera and begin building my photography skills and I wanted to start like a portfolio and maybe start putting myself out there and maybe start, you know, doing some freelance photography because I've always been interested in photography. I always really liked it. I thought it was very fascinating but I never thought I was good enough. So I had all this self-doubt surrounding photography and I let all of these voices in my head stop me from starting anything with photography. But that is actually one goal that I did hit this year. I did buy my first 
Canon camera. And there were a lot of times where I would take it to, you know, events with my family, or I would just take it out and do a walk and take pictures. Or the one day I had my boyfriend come out with me and we did like a couple just random pictures around the neighborhood or whatever. So I definitely got out and started taking pictures more. I didn't really do much with that. I did take one photography class when I was still in grad school and I had the camera for it. So I used it for those projects and that was really cool. But I wanna keep building photography into my everyday life because like I said, it's something I really enjoy and getting past those self-doubts and those negative thoughts that I'm not good enough when I could just go out and try it and do it and learn more instead of just preventing myself from ever doing it. So this is something that I wanna try and do. And then I want to start posting these pictures more to my Instagram, just because I want to kind of hold myself accountable with that. And I want to share these photographs with the world, even if they're not, you know, the best thing ever the first time I start doing it, I'd rather just start trying it out and doing it because I enjoy it rather than not doing it at all. My next thing on the list was I wanted to travel and I put literally anywhere and everywhere because at the end of 20, I had not traveled anywhere. I had a trip planned. It got canceled. And so in 2021, I had these high hopes of everything being different and I was going to go all these places and do all these things. And in reality, I didn't leave Pittsburgh except for when we went to Denver, Colorado. But that was still fun because I still got to travel. I still got to experience something new. It was my first time flying since 2019. Um, so I didn't travel a ton of places, but I still had that opportunity to have one trip at least and kind of get back to that normalcy. I did say I wanted to journal more. I did really do a good job of that this year. I did a lot of writing notes in my phone, but that is still journaling. That's still getting those thoughts down. And that actually really helped me. Like I said, for my therapy appointments, I would jot stuff down during the week and take it to therapy with me. And that really helped me in my healing and mental health journey. And then the last thing that I put on the list was that I wanted to join a yoga studio. Um, I've always loved yoga. I have never been someone who has done yoga religiously, but I wanted to focus on getting healthier this year and doing something that was a physical activity, but something that I knew I could do reoccurringly and not get bored with or not get um, discouraged by. And so I thought joining a yoga studio would be the perfect fit. However, with my foot and everything, that just wasn't in the cards. So those are all things that I still really enjoy doing. They do make me feel filled up and rewarded and they make me feel happy, but those aren't my main focuses any longer. You know, those are hobbies and things that I know that I can do when I want to switch it up and I want to do something fun and exciting. But I know now in 2022 that I want to go ahead and start focusing more on this podcast and start focusing more on what resources I can provide to people who listen to my podcast or follow my Instagram so they can start learning more about mental health. And I want to start building a community around this podcast because the whole reason I wanted to start this was so I could help other people. And I wanted to bring other people together so we could continue to have these really hard conversations and people felt less alone. 
So I want to focus on more of that in 2022 than instead of just focusing on activities that make me feel good but only benefit me. I want to focus on things that make me feel good but can also help other people along the way. Because what I've realized is in this new year, I will be turning 25. And that's a big year for a lot of people. A lot of people feel like they start to panic at 25. It's a weird year. You kind of are prepping for your 30s. And a lot of people realize, oh my God, I'm not necessarily where I thought I would be at 25. And then they kind of start to scramble. And I feel like I had that moment at 24 where I realized, oh, I'm not where I want to be. And I want to make all of these changes because I want to get there as quickly as possible. And I'm glad I made those changes at 24 because I want to make these changes and I want to do these things. So I hopefully am at a more stable and secure place when I hit 25. So then the rest of my 20s, I can just focus on exactly what I want to do and I know what I need to get done instead of trying to scramble or feel bad or feel guilty or feel like I wasted time. It was great that I started to make all of these changes and really reassess my situation and my life and where I wanted to end up versus where I was now. But it's also hard to do all of that while you're living through a global pandemic full of unprecedented times. You know, I started this pandemic at the age of 22 and I had just graduated college and I was already in a hard spot at the end of college because I didn't know who I was anymore. You know, I was a certain person in middle school who was quiet and shy and really sweet. And then I got to high school and I was just quiet and awkward and really didn't let a lot of people in. And then I got to college and I decided I was going to be super outgoing. I was going to be the fun party girl. I was going to be somebody everybody wanted to talk to or thought was really positive or thought was really fun to be around. I wanted to be somebody who just kind of made everything seem like it was was a lot better than it was. And so then I graduated college and I moved to Pittsburgh and... I really didn't know who I was anymore because I had been all of these different people and all of these different personas and I didn't know which parts of myself I wanted to keep that were actually me that I wanted to take forward and what were the parts that I was just pretending to be and what parts I needed to shed. And so I didn't have a ton of time between graduating college and a pandemic starting. And when you're in a pandemic and you're in your 20s, It's hard because your 20s are supposed to be when you're figuring yourself out. You're supposed to be finding what you like and finding your goals and where you want to end up by the time that you're 30 and you really start to change friend groups and you start new relationships and things like that. And so when the pandemic started, I really hadn't fallen into my set role of like, okay, I have things established. My 20s are kind of like, you know, on lock. I know what I want to do. I know who I want to be friends with. I know who I want to be. I wasn't there yet. I was still trying to shed the person I was in college and try and just make it by going forward into my new life in Pittsburgh. And then when the pandemic started, I started my relationship. And that was hard too, because not only am I trying to figure out who I am 
myself in my 20s, but now I'm trying to figure out who I am in a relationship because before I started dating my boyfriend at the beginning of 2020, I hadn't been in a relationship for four years. I took four years off of dating because after my not so great relationships, I didn't want to keep losing myself to other people and jumping into these situations and trying to live for someone else. I really wanted to take those four years and work on me and focus on me. And while I did that, I wasn't doing it to the full potential. And so again, I was masking things, but that's not the point. The point is by the time I got to that relationship, I was still, I had a sense of myself, but I wasn't completely set on this is me this is my identity this is who I'm gonna be in my 20s and so you're trying to navigate trying to find out who you are you're trying to navigate a completely new relationship with a whole new person and then while still trying to be true and authentic to yourself and then on top of that you're living through unprecedented times of a pandemic and so it gets overwhelming really quick And on top of that, like I said, I started grad school because, you know, I wasn't already dealing with enough. I thought I needed to take on more. And so then I needed to start focusing all of my time and energy on that. And I really lost this idea of, well, who am I and who do I want to be and where do I want to go? And so when I was reflecting at the end of 2021, I got a little depressed. I got a little disheartened. I got a little down on myself because I was kind of having this identity crisis. And thinking about 2022 and going into my 25th year, who did I want to be? What did I want to accomplish? What did I want all of that to look like? And so I thought, oh, maybe everyone's been making vision boards this year. Maybe I'll make a vision board and I'll get this really clear cut idea of all of what I want to accomplish and everything I want to be. And I started looking at pictures for a vision board And I think it just made me more confused because once again, I didn't have a plan. I wanted to be all of these different things. You know, I wanted to be successful, but I wanted to be, you know, rich and I wanted to be fun and I wanted to still like live my life and just be who I'd always been, which was very just kind of like fun and outgoing. And I wanted to always travel and try new things. And it gets hard because when you're living with mental health, you feel like you can't get everything you want or you feel like you're not deserving or worthy of everything you want. And so it limits you. And so instead of just reaching my fullest potential and getting everything that I want, my mind starts to limit me and it says, well, yeah, you might want that, but that's not attainable. And so I was really stuck because I was like, am I going to keep wanting something but not going for it fully because my mental health is pulling me back or is this the year that I'm really just going to have to get uncomfortable even more uncomfortable than I've already been and even though a lot of things I want to do are scary and they're not going to be easy you know am I gonna let the voices in my head or the fear of everyone around me continue to stop me So that's when I thought about, well, what if I didn't put any pressure on myself? What if I didn't set any New Year's resolutions? Or what if I didn't have any expectations for this year? Because last year I put all of these expectations and I finally set these definitive New Year's resolutions. 
And I feel like I don't even know what happened in the first half of 2021. I couldn't remember. I feel like nothing significant happened. And then I got halfway through the year and I tried to scramble because I realized I wasted my time on grad school and working and I really didn't actually accomplish anything that first half of the year. But then at that point when I was ready to start making changes and I was going to actually start holding myself accountable, I broke my leg. And so it all happened for a reason. It all happened perfectly and it all led me to this podcast and where I am now. But adding pressure didn't lead me where I wanted to go. It totally derailed me. And so instead of trying to put all of this pressure and anticipation and expectation on 2022, which I feel like a lot of people are doing just because the past two years have been so miserable, how could you not hope for something better to come and think that this is the year that things are actually going to change? But putting pressure on it and putting those expectations only lead you to be disappointed when one thing goes wrong or it isn't the year we thought it was going to be. And instead of discounting a whole year, like I feel like a lot of us do every single year, because we didn't live up to those expectations, or, you know, some major bad things happened, doesn't mean that there wasn't a lot of good in the year, and there wasn't a lot of learning, or there wasn't a lot of change or growth. And so this year, I don't want to put any expectations on 2022. I don't want to expect that this year is supposed to owe me anything. I just want me to take it one day at a time. And I want to just, instead of trying to rush through this year and get all this stuff accomplished, I just want to be alive. I just want to live every single day, just not rushing to get anywhere, not rushing to meet any goals. I just want to enjoy it. And some people might not feel the same way. Maybe this is the year you want to get a ton of stuff done. And that's okay. That's, you know, everyone's on their own timeline. Everyone's doing their own thing. Everyone's in different places. You know, if you're someone who maybe let's say it's your last year in grad school or your last year in college or even your last year in high school and You just want to put your head down and grind through the year so you can get where you need to go next year. That's fine. That's where you're at. That's what you want to do. But I don't think every single year needs to hold those same expectations of, oh, I have to do these things in order to be successful or in order to make this year worth it. I think after the years that we've had and just where everyone is at in the world, I think we owe ourselves a year of rest and whatever happens happens in that mentality of it's going to keep going irregardless so no matter how we get there let's just enjoy the ride and I don't know if people feel the same way as I do but that's just kind of where I'm at in my life is I don't want to have those same feelings I don't want to be let down again I just want to go through the year. And if a ton of great things happen, then amazing. I'm so happy. But if it's just another year that I survive through and I barely get by, then that's going to be good enough for me. I don't want to keep putting all of this pressure on the idea that you have to drastically go from one place to another 
in a year's time span because that's just unrealistic expectations. Growth happens at different times and at different speeds for everybody. And so trying to cram it all into one year um, doesn't mean that if you don't get to where you want to go, you're not a failure. You're just human. And that goes along with the idea that I'm having an identity crisis right now. And I'm not really sure who I want to be. But instead of trying to rush through my 20s and rush through this last couple months that I have of being 24, I just want to not put so much pressure and not try and shove myself into all these little boxes and not try and live up to some standard that I've created in my head. I just want to enjoy it. I just want to try anything and everything. And I don't want to limit myself and say, oh, you can't do these certain things because, you know, you're this type of person. I want to be the type of person that can do whatever I want when I want. And I'm just going to figure it out. I don't need to keep putting labels on myself. And especially a good example is this podcast. Every week I want to come authentically as myself. But then I feel like every week I sit down to record and I put these expectations and pressures on me and I start talking in a way that really isn't who I am. It's not, it is me, but it's a polished professional version of me. It's not the authentic me. You know, I, I swear a lot. I, you know, have this very weird sense of humor. A lot of the times I'm really laid back. I'm not this, you know, professional But when I go to sit and do this podcast, I feel like I have to be performative in a way, like I say with a lot of things. And so one of the other things this year that I want to try and do is be more laid back with this. It doesn't have to be polished and perfect every single time. You know, I usually have a complete outline done for an episode. I do a bunch of research. I want it to be informational. But with this episode, I just kind of press record and what you guys got is what you guys got. But I feel like those episodes tend to be more valuable and rewarding for you guys. And they're a lot easier for me to record and put out because I have more fun with them and I don't put as much pressure on myself. So that's why I'm excited to hopefully this year start getting some guests on and start starting some conversations and getting a little bit more laid back with this podcast Yes, I did want to start out with some information and some research and some really valuable stuff, but that's not what this podcast is going to be moving forward. I want it to be more fun, more relaxed, more conversational, and I hope you guys are excited for that. And as always, if you want to give me feedback, DM me, let me know what you want to see. I had a couple people send me in a couple show topics that I will be working in to this year's episode. So be on the lookout for some new stuff. Like I said, we're going to start getting some guests on here if I can figure out how to get that done. Um, But yeah, I am just excited for this year ahead. I am excited to take it one day at a time. I'm not putting expectations. Like I said, I'm just wherever the wind takes me, that's where I'm going to go this year. And even if it's not perfect or ideal, I'm still just going to enjoy the ride that I'm on. And I hope everyone can take something from this episode and take something from that mentality into 2022. I hope you all get everything you want this year. And even when hard shit comes up, I hope you remember that if we got through 2020 and 2021, 
then we can sure as hell get through 2022. So as always, I'm rooting for you guys. I love you guys. I think you're all badass. And I just can't wait to see what we all do this year. All right. So I'm going to wrap up the episode there. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. And as always, you can go ahead and follow the search for serotonin on Instagram. That's the at name at the search for serotonin. If you guys want to follow me and stay up to date with me throughout the year, you can follow me at Carolyn underscore Farrick. I promise I'm going to be trying to post more to my personal this year, and I'm not going to be taking Instagram as seriously this year as well. So be prepared for a more casual Instagram feed on my personal account. Um, And I hope to start showing my face more on the podcast account because I need to get out of my comfort zone and do that. Um, If you guys want to follow the Spotify playlist where I put the songs at the end of every week's episode, um, that is linked in the show notes as well. As always, there are mental health resources. So if you need someone to reach out to, somebody to talk to, I have hotline and crisis numbers on the show notes as well. And if you really resonated with this week's topic or you know somebody who could benefit from this week's information in this week's episode, please, please, please share this episode with your friends, share it on your story. Um, I'm trying to spread the word about this podcast and get some new listeners this year. So if you know somebody who might enjoy listening to these episodes, feel free to send them the link from Spotify, the link from Apple. And if you guys are liking the show, please go on to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and go ahead and rate and review the podcast. Um, On Spotify, you can follow the podcast. Any of that feedback is really appreciated by me. So go ahead and give me a review and a rating and a follow and all that fun stuff. Alrighty, I hope everyone has a great first week of 2022, and I will see you all again next week. This week's song is Heavenly Side by Elenium featuring Matt Mason. This song is one of my favorite Elenium songs. It is very relevant to my 2021 and now my 2022. In the song, the lyrics say, and I killed myself last year, my heavenly side is coming alive and you want me. And I feel like that resonates with me because last year I feel like I killed off an old version of myself, somebody that I really didn't want to be anymore. And through this podcast, I'm starting to become the person that I know I want to be. So by killing that part off and allowing the heavenly side or the true good side to come out, Um, It makes you feel more alive and more people are going to be attracted to that. So that's why I really resonate with that line. And then another line that I really like from this song, it says, don't let you go. I found my soul. And, you know, I feel like this year, a lot of people who didn't give up on me and didn't let me go out of their lives, even though I kind of hermited this year and I wasn't really Um, myself as much, you know, people didn't give up on me and I was able to find my soul again, find out my passions again, find out who I want to become in this new year. And so now that I know those people aren't going to give up on me, 
I can take them forward into the future and show them the true side of who I am. So I think it's a really great song. I love listening to it. It always gets me in a good mood. So Heavenly Side by Elenium featuring Matt Mason will be on the Spotify playlist. And as always, the Spotify playlist will be linked in the show notes. All right, guys, I will see you next week. Have an awesome first week of 2022. See ya.